0: Welcome Welcome to another episode of of Marketing 101 for Chiropractors, where we keep you ahead of the curve, attracting more new patients, and growing your business. Now, here's your host, Dr. D himself. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Marketing 101. Today, we're talking about A.I., and more so the dangers of AI. AI is super cool. I mean, we're using it all over the place in our business uh, and all my businesses really. It helps speed up a lot of uh, efforts. It decreases time to complete things. And the most common things I'm seeing chiropractors do, and I've actually influenced them to do it, is to start using content on AI to create posts, to create blogs, to write emails, to do all this cool stuff to help speed up the process so that you can get these jobs done. And it has been phenomenal at how much we can get done by doing this stuff. Very cool stuff um, <clears throat> to be doing. However, dangers are coming up last year in 2023. I went to Podfest. fest. It's, it's held in Orlando every fall uh, as I was getting into the podcasting and making sure that, I, you know, I was up with the trends and, um, at the same time at that hotel in Orlando there was a lawyers convention and they were doing something in there and the lawyers you know would come out during the break and the podcast would come out and there was somebody that said they pulled aside a lawyer and I was overhearing them talk and I sat there and was listening to them. and uh, they were asking you know with, with all this AI stuff and pod, you know not just podcasting, but they were talking about AI and the lawyer was like, yes, this is totally a, a gray area and this, this is um, and gray areas in law are dangerous because the more gray area you have, the more combative and legal things can get. And I believe you know, that's what law is all about is they create these uh, laws and bylaws that do leave a little bit of gray area so that they can always keep a paycheck. I believe that's what lawyers do. Otherwise, you would just create things black and white. There would never be an argument at the end of the day because you literally wrote everything into this contract that was equally sided for both sides. And you would never be able to argue it because every point was there. Uh, But no, they leave a lot of gray area, space and square footage and all these little things that just... Can overlap so that you hire a lawyer, they hire a lawyer, the lawyers all call each other and say, Hey, let's rack up a bill on both sides and get paid. I truly believe that. So, but when it comes to AI, that gray area is dangerous. A lot of lawyers are going to make a lot of money. And the big thing is plagiarism on this how to prove that it was truly your content and how do you take credit for your content? So, as chiropractors, very little worry here, but some things to, to think about. When you're creating content, ebooks, whatever, emails, all this stuff, just make sure you're not selling this stuff. So if I created an entire email chain and told you guys, Hey, would you like to buy it for 49 bucks? Uh, and I used AI to create all that down the road. I'm probably going to get stunned, right? That's not a good idea. Cause I made a profit from stuff that I truly didn't create. It wasn't my content. This is what you need to remember for your stuff. And most of you are not doing that. So if you're creating email saying, create a welcome email to new patients that join my office, uh, welcoming, welcoming them to our chiropractic services, you get this beautiful email. And what you should do is edit it a little bit, make sure that it's spelled correctly, your name is spelled correctly, the practice is spelled correctly, you copy and you paste it. Instead of taking, you know, an hour to write that email, making sure all the grammar was correct, you've got something done in five minutes. That is pretty neat and saves you time. So in one hour that you used to put aside, you could write eight emails and have an entire drip sequence done compared to a couple years ago where you had to sit down and create eight emails. And I'd done it. It took me hours. So that's cool stuff. And that's the stuff we want to be using and moving forward. When it comes to blogs, blogs are really important in your on your website. You need to be having blogs. But here's an opportunity to use AI wisely. Um, picking a topic that chiropractic can help at, it's going to pull information from the web, all, all over the web, and create not always evidence-based. So using the prompts properly, saying like, uh, write a blog for my website. I am a chiropractor and I want to teach the community about how chiropractic can help with migraines. Explain and you got that's it don't stop there you got to you got to type this all out. Explain how chiropractic adjustments specifically in the upper cervical spine using the Blair chiropractic technique can help people, you know, you can go as specific as you want or you leave it, you know, go back say how chiropractic adjustments of the cervical spine can help people with migraines explain in a fifth grade level how these things can happen and a little bit about the physiology about how and where migraines come from boop hit enter i've literally done that it is pretty cool uh chat gpt will tell you that uh all my information is based up to september 2021 so please just use that in moderation and as we move forward go through there. They're just giving a a little explanation at the top saying that if anything has changed in the literature from 2021 to now, I don't know it. I don't have access to it. So I've only scrubbed the web until October, 2021. So you need to know that stuff. So when you say, uh, or if you put in the prompts, uh, use peer-reviewed literature in there, give me three peer-reviewed topics on on migraines and chiropractic. It will pull it right off of uh, PubMed. Which is super cool, that you know a quick, quick one sentence um, review of it, and literally cite it for you. So that is pretty cool stuff as well. So you use this, you put it into a blog, and I say you got to spend a couple minutes. It only takes a few seconds to get that populated. Spend a few minutes editing each paragraph in there a little bit, making sure your title, remember, why do we write blogs? We write blogs because we want to improve our search engine optimization across the web. It's more content. And when we keep uploading new blogs to our website, we're spurring the bots to come back and scrub. That's good. The more scrubbing that happens on your website, the more into the matrix you go, which is great. You want to be well into the matrix. So that's what SEO is. And constantly having new content helps. Then the content is really important as well. So the point of a blog is that if your name is Dr um, Mark Anthony at Anthony chiropractic. Okay. Let's just say that in that blog, Anthony chiropractic has to be in there all the time. Now, if your name is Mark Anthony at, um, excellent health chiropractic and your name's not in it, then we have to have Dr. Mark Anthony is an upper cervical chiropractor that helps people with migraines all the time, like somewhere in there, uh, at excellent health chiropractic, you know, and then it's gotta be repeated migraines, Anthony, Excellent Health Chiropractic, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Anthony, Pittsburgh. Migraines, Pittsburgh. Chiropractic, Pittsburgh. right? All that has to be repeated multiple times, So the blog won't do that for you. The sorry, the AI won't do that for you. So, these are little, but by knowing what you're doing, it makes it really important. Then once you start plugging this stuff in, it's really great. The risk management here for what we're doing as chiropractors is very slim. To come back and to um, come after you for plagiarism on these things uh, is very slim, especially if you've edited some of the stuff too. Even the bots that go through it will say, you know, that that is kind of AI lingo, but we cannot confirm it was copied and pasted because you won't. you will be able to say you changed some things in there, which should be enough. To do that as of right now. And I'll update you if laws change. There still is no laws on this. So the only thing that has come out officially, legally, uh, federally in the United States and in most countries is that plagiarism will be taken to to court. Like, I mean, if you are plagiarizing anyone else's uh, stuff, because remember, AI is scrubbing the net from other blogs, other websites, other articles that other people wrote. So if they can, if they can copy and paste, if you copy and paste that, and they can copy that right off your website and say that paragraph, those four straight sentences are right out of my book that I wrote in 1999. Like whoa, that will be that will be trouble. So that's why you don't want too much going through there, right? If it's word for word, how many words in a row is considered plagiarism? right? And not just the English language. So that's tough to gray areas, right? So I would say if an entire paragraph was copied from my book that I wrote 10 years ago, and it's now on your website, I'd be like, I I think you copied that. Um, I wouldn't have time to do all this and come after you, but who knows who's got time to do what. So be careful with that stuff there too, like, uh, Harvard medical, you know, if you copy one of their researchers papers and you didn't even know where it came from because chat GBT, put it right into your blog, uh, things to be aware of there, the dangers, of um ai with that stuff there too so plagiarism is number one remember bias number two so the bias in ai is there as well if these things are being scrubbed from the internet from other people's work now if they're all based on some type of ideology or conspiracy theorists or whatever and you're copying that stuff because you're like oh i like that that's that's a great point um And you copy it and you put it in there and it's got a lot of bias behind it. Then when other people read this, they're going to pick up on the bias as well, which doesn't support you, doesn't help you. But again, I'm sure you're going to read through everything that you use from AI and make sure it fits your, fits what your motive is, right? With your emails. Then there's inaccuracy as well because they're copying things from the web. They're just, they're using your prompt. And if your prompt is short, it's going to go and spit out a whole bunch of stuff in the web because you didn't give it much information. The longer your prompt is and the more detailed it is, the better it's going to be. Um, And then lack of creativity. Once you start to create a lot of AI information and a lot of AI posts and blogs, it starts to become robotic. You can see this in my podcasts with the descriptions that I've created. For the first 30, almost 40 podcasts that I did, both on living a full life and marketing 101, I wrote every description to the video that I just did. Because on Buzzsprout, where I post everything, podcast it, is a description tag and a headline. I would create the headline, the power of community or this this one, the dangers of AI, that's my title. Now on Buzzsprout, they have an AI option that you can pay an extra six bucks a month for and they populate it. They populate the title and this beautiful description and the transcript. That's why I paid for it was the transcript. It transcribes the entire thing into text. That, apparently, that's good for the web, too. So I do that, too. And what I found now is, yes, these descriptions are way more um, detailed. But now, as my blog goes along, you can see that the the tone of the writing is just not me anymore. And if you were reading the descriptions really quick to see if you know it's worth 15 minutes of your time to listen to this podcast... You would read the description and be like, okay, yeah, that's worth it. Um, I try and get you on the title, right? I try and, you know, uh, you're going to die if you don't watch this podcast. Like, boom, that's the title. And then uh, a paragraph about here. If you don't, I've encrypted your computer with this bomb. And if you don't do it by tomorrow night, it's going to blow up and you will die. I put that in there and <laughs> that's to make you watch the video. And then and then you go uh, you go through it and you're like, ah, I don't trust them. I don't watch that. And you don't. And then you die. But uh, so that's what ends up happening. But then it turned into this AI prompts that go through and these AI definitions. And they're so much more intricate. And that's just not me. It's not, it's not satirical. It's not funny. It doesn't have, it doesn't get straight to the point. It's very detailed. That's not me. I'm not that detailed. So, and you can tell, you can totally tell. I can tell because I know I did it, but you can tell uh, if you read it and you see that. So that's one example in real life that I've been using it the most is more there, more for my chiropractic practice, not so much. Uh, the AI stuff on my Canva that auto, you know, it makes the pictures nice and stuff. Those are cool. Those are great things to use. It makes, makes making posts easy. Uh, if you have any other AI questions, send them my way. I've been doing a lot on the legal side with this. I've actually been working with my legal team because we're doing a bunch of stuff in our office with multidisciplinary. I've been asking them this too. Like what if people I bring in start using AI? Am I liable? Are they liable? And they're like, whoa, way gray zone. The 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 local uh, lawyers don't know, so they end up calling their friends across the country. Apparently, Oklahoma's got a bunch of AI firms that are working uh, on this stuff, and they call them up and like, hey, what about this? Like, gray, don't do it. Gray, don't do it. They're just telling everyone not to do it because it looks like they're just formulating all new laws as far as how far they can go. Now, AI is also an overreach. So by scrubbing the entire internet and then pasting content. Google, Bard, ChatGPT, they're infringing on a new frontier as well, saying, hey, you're just copying and pasting everything and giving access to everyone. Where is your legal uh, responsibilities with that as well? So there's a whole bunch of stuff going on, but I think right now it's a very cool time to explore it, use it, and speed up your life a little bit. I just wanted to do a PSA, public service announcement for everyone today on AI and the safety of it, and just be safe. But as we conclude this podcast, get safe. It's highly effective. Have fun with it. Do your blogs. Do your emails. Do your Facebook posts. Do your Instagram posts. It even puts in hashtags for you. It's, it's cool. Uh, then auto-blast that onto your social media. It, it's all I use it for some ads. Sometimes it's nice with all the emojis that they put in there. Very cool stuff. Go ahead. Use it. Try it. You won't be able to learn unless you try it. But those are the dangers. Those are a few questions that have come up recently, so I wanted to tackle those right away. Have a great week. Marketing 101 is turning two pretty soon here. The group is turning six, six years old. The podcast is turning two. Uh, we changed it up here. This is my office here in uh, Florida, and uh, we're making this into a podcast room, so it's kind of like whited out right now. You can kind of see it. Um, put up some art, put up some sound-canceling stuff, uh, make it visually appealing for you guys, but the sound has been the most important thing. We got good equipment. We make sure the sound's good. Uh, if you have any more feedback for me, I appreciate it. Join our YouTube channel, uh, YouTube backslash at Enrico D Marketing. Uh, subscribe there so you get all the notifications. Share that with your colleagues that are maybe not in the Marketing One One group because they're part of a thousand other groups. I don't blame them. Share the YouTube channel so they get notifications on their YouTube when a new podcast comes out every Friday. Those things all help us grow. And by growing, we get more resources, more resources to help you, more connections. That's great. And if you want to see me on stage at Marketing Matters in Miami, tickets are almost sold out. Um, I don't recommend you paying to come see me, but but I'll be on stage. There's a cool other Rob Riggles is going to be there. So there's gonna be some cool people on stage. You're going to learn a ton. It's been one of the most beneficial chiropractic and service provider, uh, seminars that I have gone to in my entire career. And I continue to go every year just because it's so good. You think about all the big ones out there, Parker seminars, um, all the one, you know, Vegas, wherever they were, Cairo Fest. I'll go once, maybe twice Cal Jam when it was big. You go two years in a row and I wouldn't go. This one, I'm going on my fifth straight year in a row because it is just that good for our marketing for next year. Changes things outside the box, gets you into an entrepreneur mind It's absolutely fantastic. I'll be reviewing very quickly uh, digital marketing and how you can implement this with your team effectively without consuming much of your time. So we're there. marketing, I'll put that in the link as well for you so that you guys can get tickets. I think they're almost sold out, but hey, Miami in November, come on. It's absolutely gorgeous down here. Have a great week. Take care. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe, like, share and leave a rating it helps get our podcast out to more listeners also join marketing 101 for chiropractors on facebook or visit us at enrico d.com for more information on growing and scaling your business